0: Khalif Raymond
1: from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Friday, January 27th national fun at work day that's what we got we're back online let's go to owen first fun at work i mean is there anything that really sticks out to you is like a particular fun time you've had
2: i went to stampede parade one morning
1: let's go dude yeah that's the most fun you've a, had at work that's probably the most fun
2: also no there was a work party one time and they had uh burgers or hot dogs it's pretty good
1: Mm let's go yeah. that's the two pretty solid memories alex i don't know oh and actually was oh, that this guy's there's that more.
2: one of the like the guy the boss is like he has like this acreage and so i rode on like a horse in his like wow, his yard, <laughs> wow. You yeah. were,
1: were you good at it
2: uh well he just like kind of just let it run. it was like pretty well trained so like uh, yeah it was pretty good
1: i was hoping you'd be like galloping around like doing something no. crazy that'd be pretty hype no. Alex, I don't really know that you can have fun at work, but I just, if you can, let me know.
3: Yeah, if we're having fun at work, it's probably not, uh, you know, <laughs> patients probably aren't doing too good. So <laughs> I think, uh, but yeah, the most fun um, I've had is probably ordering McDonald's <laughs> as, uh, at work, you know, during a nice night shift. Um, we did have a work party actually not too long ago, but I couldn't make it. I actually had other plans <laughs> and then I got the classic, uh, like, where were you? And I was like, I I actually did have plans. Uh, I would have came. So uh, maybe next year. But yeah, we like to have fun. You know, it's kind of unit to unit. So my unit's pretty fun, I'd say. (laughs)
1: That was a glowing review for Alex's unit. If you ever end up in there, I mean, God forbid. But if you ever did, like you're in for a good time, I guess. Adam, you have anything?
4: I always have fun at work because I'm just a hard worker. And that's fun to me. So good for you. If anyone listening is hiring. Okay, <laughs> what a way to finish it off! Dude. I always have fun, and I used to work with Phil. He can—he's a good reference.
1: So
2: I'll yeah. reference you too. Good. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, to hear thank that.
1: You. Everybody kind of works with each other. I guess would be the would be the moral of the story. Adam's actually not going to be here the next two episodes. He's out. He's going. He's going to he's volunteer so in the north because he loves to work so hard. So what yeah, does that entail? Like, I'm going to be, be having it.
4: fun at work. <laughs>
1: so yeah tell us about it what are you doing
4: is already starting oh it's been happening like there's there's indoor too
1: so what are you doing like walk us through what the procedure is
4: oh um well i mean there's this uh like tournament called the arctic winter games uh north alberta is hosting it this year so like a bunch of like uh what do you call them nations of people who live in the Arctic circle are like coming and there's a bunch of sports and futsal is one of the sports, which is basically indoor soccer. So they're flying me out to
1: ref it. Let's go flying oh, you out. Wow. Is that a first class situation? Wow. Congratulations to North Alberta. I don't think it's first class. The, uh, Congrats
3: North Alberta. Winning, winning
4: the bid to host the Arctic games.
3: It actually is
4: like, it's a bigger deal than I thought it would be. It's like a very cultural event. It's like, is this, a,
3: like uh, is this like OTAs for you, Adam? <laughs> OTAs. like, like foot looks like we start off a little futsal and then we just start like getting bigger and a bigger little bit, but an actual five on five
4: indoor. Yeah, when do the pads and then come? You're, like, on.
3: ready to go by eleven on eleven. I don't know.
4: Outdoors. This is kind of OTAs, but it's also just like it's kind of like when the NBA does the games in Japan, like for exposure. Oh, okay. Oh, so this is like this would be my first international tournament, so it's kind of a big deal, even though it's like youth soccer but it's still kind of a big deal because it's you know you're refing people from like sweden and norway and stuff like that so Mm. it's pretty big
1: that's pretty lit dude congratulations that's very exciting stuff i mean you're gonna have to detail us on how it goes but you'll be out for the next two we'll have to sub somebody in we'll be fine um the big news of the week really is owens jets they're everywhere uh schefter it started with him he said that the packers are only going to trade rogers to the afc then all of a sudden you get Peter King saying the Jets are willing to pay two firsts to get him over to get him over to New York City. He's forty years old. They hire Nate Hackett, his best friend, to come in and be the offensive coordinator. This seems like it's going to happen. So Owen, are you excited? Like walk me through this. Have you completed the transition <clears throat> into Rogers fandom mode?
2: Yeah, I love. I'm I'm loving this move. Uh, I'm I've got and Aaron Rodgers Jets custom DH gate in my cart I'm just waiting to for the news to be finalized to order it. I think he's like a good obviously a good veteran quarterback. You're bringing him into a situation with like a good defense, good weapons, like we're going to win a Super Bowl. So,
1: let's go. That's the spirit. His second yep. one. I mean, he is like he is a bit of a wild and crazy guy. So I think putting him in New York, it's going to be interesting. But I also think he's better equipped to handle it than some of these young guys. Like, he just won't care. He'll be like, all right, like, say what you want about me. I'm used to it type thing.
3: And he also won't care about the young guys on his team. So, like, the yelling <laughs> will be amazing. He just won't talk to anybody. Yeah,
1: it'll be fine, dude. He's like, all right, like, yeah. talk to me when you have 10 years of experience. Until then, I'll be thrown to yep. Randall Cobb. Yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. He's like, go give uh, Jordy Nelson a call and see what it takes to be a pro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Garrett Wilson.
1: I can get you James Jones's number. That's the the guy you need to speak to about this. Adam, you're the Aaron Rodgers guy, mainly. I mean, you're going to have to give up your spot on the block to Owen, but how are you hanging in when this news comes in?
4: Uh, I mean, I'm pretty... I'm happy about it because I'll finally have someone kind of in my corner on the Aaron Rodgers fan club, so I won't be... Fighting one v three on the podcast anymore. I hope so. It'll be exciting to have someone else in the ship with me, and I hope he can kind of. I hope he can play well.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's a decent angle to take. Although the two v two is going to be pretty hard because Alex. I think does this move bring him closer to caring, or do you think he's still like not caring? Not caring anymore. I think us. a not.
4: Like, I think a not caring uh, prediction from Alex is probably a good thing for his career because last time he didn't care, he won MVP. So, yeah. And Over then I yeah. thought
3: he did care this year. And then, yeah. Okay. So, I'm going back to I think he doesn't care. And I think, like, <laughs> he's just going to have so much fun in New York. Just, like, effing around with the media and stuff that, like, I don't I don't think he's going to invest that much in the team. So
1: Let's go. Uh, there, there's enough of a smile be, there. Yeah, I think
3: it'll be a circus show. Especially if they keep Zach Wilson around. It's going to be a disaster.
1: Oh, I don't think the Packers are clamoring for him in the trade, dude. So I I think he's going to be stuck there. Yeah. And they said, I saw Salah was saying that um, they're going to definitely bring in a veteran quarterback. So I feel like this is just kind of a done deal at this point. But Nate Hackett, like last time we saw him, I don't really, like, is he one of those guys, I guess, great coordinator, or a terrible head coach and then what do you do if you don't get Rodgers like do they just fire him on the spot like does he just go <laughs> like they're, they're like all right like we tried like bye Was like, that what Saul was cooking
2: it, wasn't this kind of the thing they did that, that Denver did with Nate Hackett was there like we're gonna bring in Nate Hackett so we can trade for uh Aaron Rodgers and then they just didn't trade for him It didn't work out Was so so this gonna be like the new thing is Hackett just like gets fired and then Whatever team is trying to make a big push for Aaron Rodgers, we'll just hire him and then hope it works.
1: Like, what if Aaron Rodgers actually doesn't like him? Then what? Then it's like, (laughs) they just think he does. It's like, oh, like, I actually really don't like that guy. I try to avoid him wherever he goes. So maybe, I mean.
3: Not going to lie, though. Last few years, like, Denver's (laughs) been a place where, like, coordinators go to die. Yeah. Like, Nate Hackett, Vic Fangio, both, like, pretty good coordinators. And then they just go there and it's, like, so bad. Yeah, I don't know who was before Vic Fangio.
1: Oh, it was uh another Vance Joseph, Jeff Del Rio, oh, John
2: Fox.
3: Oh, you're
1: going way back. <laughs> Owens taking Vance us Joseph. back to 2009. Vance Joseph. Yeah, yeah.
3: Coach Vance Joseph. <laughs> At the Time of his life.
1: What happened to that guy, man? I looked him up the other day. They played day. the
3: video the other day on Twitter. Like I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, "Wow."
1: I love they that played the video so on Twitter. Nice. <laughs>
3: Uh, I was like I think I would have done better, honestly.
1: Uh, I think he might have been on the station that got cr- the guy got crushed by the TV or like the wall, whatever. Oh was. yeah,
3: yeah, 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 That was actually wow. I love that video. <laughs> I think that might totally be. Where... that video exists.
1: <laughs> I think that might be where the guy was from. Uh, we got our first coach hiring. Frank Reich's going to the Panthers. They hired Disaster. him. <laughs> Alex, go straight <laughs> to you on this one.
2: I don't. Know, I don't know what Carolina's
3: is doing. Why are they so like addicted to hiring these like mid-ass coaches? Like, <laughs> you saw what he did with uh, with the Colts, like, and now you're bringing him over to the Panthers. Like, I know Matt Rule didn't work. Like, I know I can see why. Just the thing with the NFL is, I feel like they overcorrect way too much. They went with like the young, like college coach, bright mind, and they saw that didn't work, and they're like, no, now we got to get like a vet, a guy that's <laughs> been in here for a long time get us around 500. Like it just, these overcorrections corrections are so weird. So I'm pretty disappointed that they got Frank right like that. I know the quarterback situation was bad and
1: everything, but man, I mean, I know he had five different quarterbacks in five opening days with the Colts. I know he f- still finished over 500 and I know like the nerd community really likes him. But I just never like seen a team that Frank Reich had. And I was like, yep, there they go. Like that's the that's the Colts Watch machine. Out. Here they come. So to me, I don't really get it. It was getting a lot of support. But I guess I mean, I just would have kept Steve Wilkes, dude. He went four and two with Sam Darnold. I don't understand why they need to replace him.
2: I'm also fully out on the nerd, the nerd coaches. Let's get Rich Versace in an interview, see what he's saying.
1: I'm talking about man's man. That's what I want for coaching of vacancies the rest of the season. Like enough of these McDaniels, like little guys. I want like leaders of men. I want the group. And Frank Reich is like king. Like, can you name one thing he's ever done? He's like king nerd. He just sits in his office drawing up plays from what I imagine. So I don't really get it. But he also is like, if you're talking about on brand for the Panthers, I think this is about as on brand as it gets. Like boring not really gonna do anything, like they're never really gonna match to anything with him there. Like I feel like this is a very Panthersy type move. Ever since Ron Rivera left the team. So
3: he's just like a very like bland
1: like a bland guy.
3: I kind (laughs) of like Frank. (laughs) It's the Ron Rivera curse. Yeah. It's the Ron Rivera curse. Well, like if you talk, like, because Ron Rivera wasn't a bland coach, like he was a very in your face, F you, like pretty passionate guy. And then, um, yeah, Frank Wright is definitely like the opposite. He's very uh, bland and I don't know. He's kind of like Todd Bowles to me. Like he, if if we're (laughs) talking, if we're ranking blank stares in the NFL, you got Todd Bowles. Anthony Lynn and Frank Reich's up there for me. Honestly,
1: there's a lot of good ones out. I've never there. seen any emotion
3: in this guy's face.
1: No, never. Like he, I can't think of anything he's really done. Like you'd think he like would have busted out a new haircut or something when he was with the Colts. He just never really changes anything. I feel like he always wore the same outfit and everything. I feel like Adam did pick his team to make the Super Bowl though. So if somebody's gonna give a glowing review, it would be Adam. So
4: yeah, I don't hate the guy. I think you, you know, your time, your time has to. And eventually with a team and i think he can you know revive his career and i'm not a i'm not a big hater of the nerd coaches i almost like the nerd coaches more so i'm like anti owen Person. that's a that's a 2021 take adam i know we're, <laughs> it, we're on 2023 right now it's gonna continue because right now we have cal shanahan who's a nerd he's, coach. Not a, he's not he's not He's, he's like a. a oh, he's a... a
3: creative coach. I wouldn't say he's a. Nerd. Yeah, yeah. He's not a nerd. He's, he's for creative. sure
4: much. He's like more a painter. Nerd. Yeah, he's... he is like a painter. Yeah, a yeah. nerd.
2: What? <laughs> what is that? Mike McDaniel's like a software engineer. Yeah, no. Shanahan's
4: is... like a Basquiat, like a painter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he's definitely, he's more nerd than he is like man, macho man. Like he's 70% nerd, I'd say. I'm saying you just
2: throw him out. The, he's like, doesn't fit the binary. doesn't fit the, the, par- the, the paradigm. I think he does. Like, You're I
1: think there's, I think there's it. categories, dude. I think you have like. There's like man's man. Then there's like almost like two manly. Like that's like a level you don't want to get to. Where is
2: MCDC on there? He's it's like, manly. he's
1: he's fluctuating between them right now, I would say. <laughs> then there's like the painter types. I would say like McVeigh. Like, so like Andy Reid. and Andy Reed. Yeah, Shanahan. Yeah. Like that's the sweet so, spot.
4: So you're just calling the good nerds the painters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just what you're doing. <laughs> do you think Andy? Like, well, the thing is, narrative—you just going to say, differentiate. If he's a nerd, but he's good. And but painter.
2: Andy Reid—I mean, Andy Reid—he's a creative coach. We'd all agree that with that. Yeah, but I don't think he—I don't think he's you know Moneyball like Billy Bean in the stats room breaking yeah. down like
4: QBR and like efficiency. I think
2: he, I think okay. he
4: loves I don't Matt's know. analytics.
2: Let's
1: go in the room. Maybe. Adam.
2: He's been doing it for a long time, though. He's like one of the old. He's been in there a long. time. A lot longer than any the other new nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: he's an OG nerd. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like that's a, a spin zone. Uh,
1: that's a good way to spin it. Now Adam just calls the good nerds OG nerds. So we just—he just, he just <laughs> yeah. got bit by his own snake on that attack. Well, but, they're nerds. Okay, well I call them painters. So I don't <laughs> me know too. yeah, I don't know what you want me to say. That's just the description I'm going with and I think that Frank Wright kind of fits in like there's, there's a new category actually just boring. Like you just, you just don't want to be in boring yeah. and he just fits in the boring Can side. we
2: call it the Anthony Lynn Boring category. Yeah,
1: that's perfect. Anthony Lane might have to categorize like the dumb category, like actually (laughs) like stupid. But like I feel like Todd Bowles and Frank Reich, like they aren't dumb. They're just like lame. It's like all right, this guy's just a bronze card. Like he's the most basic person that's existing. So starter pack. Yeah, he is a starter back. When you open up FUT for the first time and then it pops in your cards, you're <laughs> getting Frank Reich. You're getting guys Todd like that. Bulls. Todd Bulls, yeah. load up the card, Josh McDaniels, bunch of guys like that. Um, Stefan Diggs, uh, this guy's gotta be one of the oh. biggest complainers in the world right now. Oh, and I know you gotta take a bottom. He was tweeting, quote, want me to be okay with losing? Nah. Want me to be okay with our level of play when it's not up to my standard? Nah. He had ten targets, four catches, thirty-five yards. So, where are you wear you out on this guy.
2: I mean, I think it's corny. I, uh, I'm obviously, I don't think they should be happy about it. I don't think he should be happy about losing. But the blow up on, you know, towards Josh Allen at the end was ridiculous for a guy that's basically made your career, uh, and who is like undisputably a top four quarterback. I'll say that. Um, and then to bring it on Twitter was stupid. Like. You know, I think a big reason that your team is, or say at least somewhat of a significant reason why your team isn't that great is because of your poor performance down the stretch. I don't think he had a great back half of the year and mm-hmm. a great playoffs. So I think he deserves a lot of the blame.
1: Alex, where are you out on this? More blame for Diggs or more blame for the way the team's structured?
2: <clears throat> well, I can see why Diggs is upset,
3: but at the same time, you can show that you're upset without like, the, you can do that in the locker room or somewhere else behind the scenes, but like he knew what he was doing, like the cameras were gonna catch him and he knew it was for like for show too. So, um, just like chewing him out like that on the sidelines thought it was, I thought Josh Allen handled it pretty well. Like Josh could have got up and got into his face too, but like he just decided to kind of ignore him, which I mean, at the end of the day, kind of shows Josh is the, is the bigger guy there. Um, and yeah, like I don't know what to tell you, like Diggs, um, He's just been having uh, he had a bad back half of the season. I don't know what what his stats are in the last like three times he's lost in the playoffs. Um, I don't know if he's like maybe like a perennial choker since he's been on the bills. But um, yeah, like like you said, that's a pretty bad stat line, like 35 yards. Um, I know I know Josh might not have had the greatest game either, but like, you know, Jamar Chase was was um you know working it out with burrow and uh, other other receivers where we were playing pretty well so there's no reason that he should um
2: also not like 10 targets tar- i mean 10 targets is significant i would say
1: mm. it's not like and i know yeah. i know like the one that jumps out to me on the first drive of the game Allen just overshot him like that and that would have been like a huge gain so i know he he can have a like complaints about that but at the same time the guy like Like, he left Minnesota under, like, the much of the same circumstances where he was like, oh, I'm just, like, sick of not being able to, like, produce thanks to my quarterback. And then to, like, have these same complaints with Josh Allen, like, he very well might, like, stick around. Like, I don't know that he's going to get traded or anything, but I just don't really understand why he takes such an issue with this. Like, like I I get it. You want to produce in big playoff games, but at the same time, like, I don't know. You you are in the be- you were in a better situation than like ninety-five percent of receivers in the league. So yeah. I don't really know that you can have a blow up on the sideline in a playoff game, even if you aren't playing well. I
4: mean, my take here is I don't mind the uh blow up on the sideline. Like I think that's part of like it happens in the moment, you're competitive, you're not happy, all of that. But like the blow up afterwards and on social media and still keeping it going after the game, that's where it's like, that's where you shouldn't be doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind you like holding your teammates accountable. If they play bad, you let them know. And you don't like, even if it's, you know, a or Patrick Mahomes, like you let them know, you keep your teammates accountable. But I mean, after the fact, there's really, you have nothing to gain by just trash talking in. So, yeah.
1: And that's what leads me to believe it could be the same as the Minnesota thing, dude. Like the fact that he just keeps it going. Like, I just don't really understand it. And then, I mean, I do think the bills, like we did talk about this the other day. I do think they're just structured weird. Like they play, like they're not using their advantages. Like their quarterback is big and durable, and they should put him in situations where when it's snowy, he's impossible to stop if you just roll him out and, like, let him do his thing. Like, why isn't he running the ball 15 times in that game? Instead, they're trying to play, like, the Texas Tech air raid offense when you, like, you play in Buffalo, you're outside, you have the snow. Like, I just think that the way they built their team is just wrong. I just would have approached it in other ways, but I don't know. Do you think their window's closed? I wouldn't say that because I think as long as you have Josh Allen, like you could win any year as long as you have Josh Allen, not to make this about Joe Burrow, but like similar to his quote where he's like the windows, my whole career. I think it's kind of the same situation there.
3: I heard a good take on the tick actually that like Josh Allen might have the kind of like Philip Rivers career where like, he's an unbelievably like talented quarterback, like, you know, is, is an all time hall of famer, but like just can't get over the hump just because he has like, he has Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow in the division. It's, it's going to be tough. And, um, and and Philip Rivers couldn't beat Peyton Manning he couldn't beat Brady like it's just i think it, it, it kind of makes sense like it's, he's going to have a tough
4: time i
3: I, see, I i don't really see him beating out Mahomes and and Joe Burrow at all in the
4: conference he means was this the yeah. youtube comment guy that said uh, Philip Rivers is like an all-time oh, yeah. Hall of Fame. Well, he, he is. He is though. He is. No, he's an he Philip
3: Rivers is like he's not sure, he's, like sure. Like he's cousins, like a bro. He's like, like a Philip Rivers
4: was very good. No, he's an all-time. He's like a border. He's a Hall of Famer, but he's not like a. I don't think he's, he's not the greatest like a, ever. like a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like he's mm. he'll, he's. He's on the board. I think I
3: think we were kind of young to watch like prime Philip Rivers. Yeah, being honest, so I I didn't really understand how good he He was before we got into football.
2: Best offenses of the 2010s, though, I feel like.
1: Yeah, that's true, but at the same time, like, like I don't think we saw like prime him, like Alex is saying. No, we didn't. So I don't know that I could, because in my mind. I'm like, oh, Josh Allen is just better than Philip Rivers. But I didn't see like prime Philip Rivers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I, I don't People Ryan talk
3: Philip about him Rivers. like he's unbelievable. So I trust him. Yeah. Prime Philly Riv.
1: For, prime Philip Rivers who never made a Super Bowl or maybe <laughs> even a championship game. I'm not so sure how far he went. But what if
2: what if he's like the OG Stafford? You think about that?
1: Now we're oh, cooking shoot. nice. Let's go because he never was really Amazing. even in those
2: games. Like AFC championship games, he probably made one. I would th- I would assume, but you never really like I can't really think of any.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> probably know? a better comparison. But again, just Josh getting... Allen, Josh Allen's only made a championship game once. And then he
2: was getting beat up by Brady and Manning in the same conference for decades
1: so this is yeah. so the tiktok oh, comparison has some great
2: comparison i'm loving this
1: let's go we talked it out same number too. i thought it made 17. sense yeah. 17 that's right oh let's go, let's go alex that was a good one to bring to our attention i like that dude that was clutch we just took us a while to get warm we're like the microwave <laughs> um bill o'brien hired by the patriots look like, I get it. Like, Mac Jones was with Bill O'Brien at, at Alabama. I know he's with the Patriots for a long time. But Bill Belichick is just turned into, like, a Nepo baby, dude. Like, he just hires his friends and people that he knows. I don't really understand what he's... Like, what are you trying to accomplish? Like, he's never, like, tried to foster a new relationship in the last five or ten years. Like, I feel like he should he should get out of his comfort zone if he wanted to see some success. I do think, like, this will obviously improve their offense, but I don't think it's going to be like a crazy transformation
3: i don't know if it will like the fact like mac jones was beaten up on uh north carolina state or whatever team like you know mac jones and bill o'brien dumping 60 on these like little schools like and now it's like well that's going to translate to the nfl like no i don't agree like it's the nfl and they were on alabama this isn't like you know cliff kingsbury and patrick mahomes on texas tech and it's like okay like they actually had something like it was a pretty like you were playing all Al- Alabama with like an all-star team, like like sure it might improve the offense a little bit, but I don't think this is like wow, like Bill O'Brien, like the like the Patriots offense is going to be wild. It's like it's like I don't know, Bill O'Brien, like I know he had a weird like stint in Texas in uh, with the Texans, but um, like Mac Jones isn't isn't like I don't think
2: they can get that much out of Mac Jones. This is the NFL we're talking about here. I I agree. I do think. It'll make their their offense better just because like they didn't really Yeah. Like a have defensive coordinator of won't be calling the plays. <laughs> or like an offensive coordinator, like it would seem like it was kind of a disaster, but I don't really credit that. Like I think Bill O'Brien's a fine coordinator. I do think Mac Jones is limited. I just think it's more a function of just how bad they were this season.
1: Yeah. And, and like I, how
2: disorganized.
1: I also think Bill O'Brien, like Okay, the guy traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. I get that. Having said that, let's push that to the side. He won four divisions with the Texans. Like, I think he was a pretty yeah. good coach overall. They just shouldn't have let him be a GM, which, I mean, that that could be a role for every sport. But... Like classic Daryl Sutter. Classic Daryl Sutter. (laughs) I think he's like more than qualified to be a coordinator for a team. So I do think it'll make him better. But like you said, like Mac Jones, I just like what other like ceiling can he break down? Like I think he's just kind of like a hard ceiling quarterback. I don't know I don't know that there's much more in there that you can tap into. Like what what else are they gonna get him doing, bro?
2: And then I think that just goes back to all roads lead back to just Bill's ineptitude. Like he can't hire, he's too old to hire anybody that he's not like intimately familiar with and has like family dinners with. Yeah. And he's not a good enough GM to go get a quarterback. That's not Mac Jones or to, you know, get a roster around Mac Jones. That's good enough to compensate for his issues or to put a staff around him. That's competent enough to compensate for his issues. So just this to me is just an old bill who is not accountable who has you know a direct line to his owner's bank account and is kind of running roughshod over the entire franchise
1: yeah i think that's exactly it dude i'm just I'm just t- tired of Bill, so I don't want this to Me succeed too. at this point. I-, I actually wish failure on this situation. So we're gonna go <laughs> with too. that. Um, Adam, your Cowboys. <laughs> you got the big news today. Dan Quinn's staying aboard with the Cowboys. He says his heart's with Dallas. He-, he told the Cardinals he's out on their job. He just wants to stay with Dallas. Now you also got Zeke this week saying he's open to a pay cut to stay. Like if he wants to go from 26 million to one, I'm sure they would accommodate that. But otherwise, I feel like that's a bit of a hard sell. You've got Tony Paul who's coming up on free agency Dak salary goes from 19 million to 49 million so maybe maybe that one should be a bit of a problem but where are you at since the elimination I just wanted to check in with you again like what do you want to see happen this offseason now that you've had a couple days to to stew on that one I mean I'm
4: I'm happy like I'm I definitely thought we were gonna lose him so I'm uh very happy to see him stay um I mean, I told Phil maybe try to make him the head coach, but I don't think that's going to work. But honestly, I don't mind Mike. Like, just he can he can sit there and do nothing. Like, it's okay.
1: He's in the boring category.
4: He's yeah. in the, but he like he's fine in the boring category because we're like in a weird situation where our assistant coaches are are real head coaches, and the head coach is just like the target dummy. Know what I mean? Like, mm. he doesn't actually. He, do anything. he thrives in the boring category.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's king boring.
4: He's King boring yeah. and it works. He's like, he's probably the most successful of the borings I'd say. Um, but yeah, I mean, what would I like to see happen? I mean, maybe get rid of Zeke. Um, I think that's an option we have now.
1: When Zeke goes, does the sticker come off the car?
4: No, definitely. Wow. Not. Wow. That'll be a oh, day. That will be the, the sticker will forever be on the car. Just some good memories. But, um, probably try to get Pollard on like a maybe shorter term contract than Zeke like maybe a 3 year deal that would be good to see. And uh I don't know. I I uh, really don't
1: know. I love pay running backs Adam. <laughs> pay running would, backs Adam is raw.
2: I mean I would love if they're like they're like Zeke's too expensive we're going to let him walk but Pollard
4: here's <laughs> 4 years 100 mil. No, no, He's no. the bell cow. Let's yeah. give him like uh, Pollard seems like a humble guy and i mean he just got injured so
1: yeah, he probably doesn't want money expensive so <laughs> life-changing money nah. nah i like i like dallas he's too humble yeah <laughs> bad
4: and uh i mean i i hate to say it but we're pretty good at hitting on our draft picks so i mean let's just go into the draft pick up some good guys and just pray for the best
1: I love thriving organization, Adam. This is this is good to hear, dude. I'm glad you're in good spirits. Uh, last thing, and then we can hit the championship weekend picks. Uh, I see D'Amico Ryan's is probably going to go to Denver. It seems like that's going to be the case. Uh, they they're not doing anything in their search. They need an interview with him after this weekend, so it seems like he's going there. I read this morning that Jim Irsay just wants Jeff Saturday back. Like it just he's just going to keep him around, which is going to be great for content. And then it looks like Sean Payton's just not going to coach. It seems like he doesn't really trust the situation in Denver and he also wants ridiculous sums of money and then you have to pay a first round pick to get him. So any of those three really jump out to you there Owen?
2: Is Sean Payton really like, is he that guy? Is he that good of a coach?
1: Like I think he's a top 7 or 8 coach but is he worth $25 million in a mid first round pick? Like, I don't,
4: but I don't, don't think even enough. like, gonna lie. Yeah. I think to him it's just like why would I go back when I can just not yeah, I can just live this happy life. Like, if you're going to make me go back, you better give me a ton of money. So, and I mean, a
1: franchise quarterback. And, like, I just don't think those jobs are out there. Like, I guess yeah, the closest so. thing you could, you could maybe brainworm yourself into thinking Russ, but then, like, they don't have the first round picks. They don't have, like, I'm sure they have the money. They, they've wanted some of the most money in the league, but, like, uh, he could just live in LA. Like, why wouldn't he just wait till the charger job gets open again? I don't know. But,
4: yeah, uh, he's fine
1: yeah he'll I'll be okay it. anything on those other on?
2: uh yeah i, I love domico ryan i wanted to say that i think he's a really i mean i've it's kind of funny like i was never really i didn't really care for the niners for a long time but i feel for like the last time. three weeks last last three weeks have kind of become like my sleeper like second favorite third favorite team first favorite um, some nice. would say First favorite because only the took,
4: Jets are out. Only took them to get to the playoffs for you <laughs> to...
0: The <laughs> NFC Championship wow. game. I'm
4: disappointed them up in Owen, honestly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we I, were I the feel Niner like a, <laughs> haters together. I feel like a
2: frode because they were frisky for at least 16 weeks of the year. They were probably okay. frisky. <laughs> <laughs> but they did turn it around, and I had to kind of respect that. But uh, I didn't think it's interesting. Like All these coaches just come from the Niners. Like, it's going to be like... You know, who knows, maybe like five, five, six years, it'll be like eight or nine coaches that are just Niners, former Niners coordinators. It's kind of crazy. It's like the new
4: Washington. The Shana tree. Yeah. yeah. The, well, but he, this time,
2: before it was the Mike, now it's the Kyle.
1: Mm, you know? Now we're talking. think about
2: who everyone who came from the Mike Shanahan, Washington tree. It's like Lafleur, McVeigh. McDaniel, Uh, Shanahan, it's like so many guys. And then this is the new,
1: this is the the, Kyle, the Kyle factory, the painting factory for Kyle. It's interesting. Yeah. They're all coming out in the woodwork. I mean, Jeff Saturday back, listen, this is something I'm dying to happen (laughs) because I don't know what it is, but because I like Jim Irsay as a guy, But I'm just wishing, like, unwilling failure on the Colts. Like, I I don't know why it's so funny that they just can't ever get it right. To me, like, a Jeff Saturday and then maybe Derek Carr combo would just, like, make my year. Like, please let that happen. That's right up my alley. So I would love to see the Colts in the mud. But we've got Championship Weekend coming up this weekend. Honestly, this is probably, like, my favorite single day of the year, potentially, having the two really good games I think, beats the Super Bowl. I love championship weekend. I don't know how excited you guys are, but is there anything that, like, w- which game really excites you the most, Alex? I think I mentioned
3: it last week. I think the Bengals-Chiefs game is is really interesting to me just to see these teams go um, back at it one more time. Uh, this is
1: getting, like, two down uh, votes right now, just two head shakers. Yeah, I can
3: see a lot of heads shaking. Um, but just like, like I said, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit of a frode too, in the sense that, you know, I've taken a big liking to Joe Burrow. Um, and I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you know, greatest quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, so I think, I think this is a much juicier matchup. Um, just cause I almost feel like I know what I'm going to get. I feel like I'm going to get a banger game, the 49ers Eagles, I don't really know what I'm going to get. Like all credit to Jalen, like you guys know, I'm a big Jalen Hurts guy. Um, all credit to Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy, but Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy versus Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't really know what I'm going to get in that game, so I'm going to play it safe and and say that I'm really
4: looking forward to the Bengals Chiefs game.
1: Why do you disagree, Adam?
4: I mean, I think the Niners Eagles is like the like far and beyond the better game, and it's like probably the best game imaginable. And there's like yes. I mean, the teams just match up so perfectly, and it's really hard to know. And either way, whichever team wins, it makes for a good storyline. And it's kind of like, you know, there's just so many things in play here, like the MVP versus Brock Purdy and Clack Black versus Meek Mill. And, and Raw. You what know. <laughs> <laughs> the <New cap. laughs> The MVP codec. versus Brock Purdy Yo, Yeah, Mr. Relevant, Mr. Irrelevant versus the MVP Who makes it to the Super Bowl Well, World? he's not going to
2: win MVP,
1: but yeah Yeah, versus well, an MVP candidate mean, yeah. MVP candidate, <laughs> yeah, MVP offensive nom- rookie year candidate, yeah
4: yes. Yeah Oh
1: my god <laughs> My MVP vote There we go oh, Adam, Adam's MVP against Brock Purdy Adam's <laughs> Brock Purdy Raw <laughs> I like the angle. Oh, and you, I mean, more- the teams
4: are just like, <laughs> they're just so close in skill, and it's just like, it's perfect. It's just a perfect matchup. I mean, you don't even know if, I mean, I guess you saw that. Yeah, you like, don't know a lot of things. You <laughs> yeah. saw the footage of Mahomes like walking down the stairs, but you don't know if he's like fully healthy, and that game might just suck. So.
1: I no. I doubt the Bengals Chiefs game is going to suck. I'm more on Team Bengals Chiefs as well. But Owen, oh, you're clearly on the the Niners side. I'm more, oh, yeah. I'm with it for Alex's reasons though. Like genuinely, I know that Burrow Mahomes is just going to slap. Like there's no way that fails. But, but I mean, Purdy hurts. There's like a decent chance it just doesn't really take off. Like I could see a world where that game doesn't really get the luster going, or one team just smacks <laughs> yeah. the other.
4: No I get they need to be shot. respectful to the AFC and everything, but mer- Burrow Mahomes is a decent daytime game. Like the link at night would be sick. That's like that is night. an abysmal take, Adam. That's Dude. a you take out of my cat back up
2: night, Nineers, <laughs> Niners, Niners, the link at, night, at night way better. Yeah, he wants to put at it at eleven a.m.
4: <laughs> no, I just mean flip the spot. He wants it like, in the if... prem spot. <laughs> no, I just... AFC should go first. Even at eleven a.m. <laughs> AFC should for sure go first. No way. wake up! And
2: it'll already be half. It'll already be halftime.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I'd love them. I mean, I'm not saying. I'm not move the game Mahomes. earlier. I'm
3: just saying flip them. <laughs> I love them explaining that to Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. And say, hey guys, listen, we'll throw you in the first one. You got to make way for Brock Purdy and Jared. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: oh man! <laughs> oh my God! I couldn't disagree oh, no. more. I think the networks would agree with you too. I think the networks getting Me Burrow too. Mahomes like salvated them. They they're so satisfied for that. But Owen, I mean you you're big on this Niners thing so you can get in there for your why Yeah, so I'm going
2: to give the listeners into a little personal corner. So I've got this like big basketball tournament um I'm mm. playing in tomorrow and wait, tomorrow's Friday and Saturday. Is
1: Tony playing? Yeah, is he active?
2: Tony mm-hmm. was invited and I did pull some strings to get him added to the team past the registration deadline however all signs are pointing towards just a legendary who could have which to be fair i did i was mentally prepared for it. but that's an aside <laughs> so anyways i have this big tournament that's like it's an annual thing it's like you know a lot of hype a lot of people go out to watch it and uh i had that with the eagles 49ers game and so I have, like, not really slept much. It's just, like, every day has been it's been the slowest week of my life. It's like when I was a kid, like, counting down to Christmas, you know how every night's just so long? Mm-hmm. Every day feels so long? That's how I feel because it's, like, the 49ers-Eagles is, like, my dream matchup, my dream matchup. I think they're the two best rosters in the NFL. Um, I think they're probably just, yeah, when I, meet, when I say that, I mean the two best teams in the NFL. Like, to me, this is it regardless of conference i think if you were to just randomly seed the playoff teams and they were ended up being on different sides of the bracket this is how it would end up as this is how the super bowl would end up it'd be a 49er Eagles super Bowl. these are the two best teams in the nfl i don't know why i'm laughing but it
1: got me laughing
2: (laughs) (laughs) and then now with the basketball tournament, i'm fired up it's a combination that's that's for the tie-in yeah
1: yeah i mean i i've you know like To me, it's just getting to Sunday. Every week is about getting yeah. to Sunday so I can watch the NFL. Like I love the NFL. The fact that we got... I'm not even going to say the words, but the fact that the season's almost over, I'm going to be inconsolable for the next like couple days after this game.
2: Can we recap the picks from last week?
1: Oh, yeah. This is important, actually. You're right. Me, oh, yeah.
4: Very important. Let's me talk either. about super, the picks last super week. Important.
1: Let's get to this. Adam me 0-5. Either. Pretty much yep. eliminated from anything. He's sitting with a... <laughs> 54 and 64 record he's somehow six games under 500 in his locks he's just doing it he's having one of the worst seasons of all time really um so i don't know how you're hanging in there but like how are you feeling
4: i was pretty deep in the mud going into last week so i went bold and i decided that my only chance at a comeback was to fade the guy in first and it didn't work
1: heat no it did not it did not work and meanwhile Alex he's sitting one game above Adam he pitched a two and three last week and one more lock win you can lock up the win in locks this season so you just got to focus on getting one this week so how are you feeling
3: yeah I'm feeling good I uh I've been doing pretty well with my locks so I'm pretty proud of that
1: let's go let's go humble 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 king also, okay. shout out to Calum and Jeff for giving him the two locks. Can't forget that those yes. are also on the record as big Ws. Owen and I were actually tied. We're 61 and 57 each. So it's going to come down to this and then obviously the props tournament next weekend. So Were we 4-1? 4-1? We, you went 3-2. I went 5-0. Oh, so
2: oh heat. Yeah. So okay. I, he. I pulled off an immaculate Wait. week. Which two did I brick? The Bills.
1: The he Bills lock and the Bills regular. Oh,
2: I locked the Bills. That's why. What yeah. a stupid decision.
1: We're both ten and ten in locks as well, so it's it's even there. So something's gotta give. But the prop tournament will be the decider because this week we've only got three points to being handed out what starting off. The, no go ahead. Pro bowl. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna yeah, pick so the pro bowl. I'll yeah. Abstain. yeah. We're actually okay. we're actually going to skip the Pro Bowl. As hard as it is to believe, I'm not going to make us pick a dodgeball contest winner. Um, <laughs> starting off, 49ers at Eagles. Eagles minus two and a half. Number one offense, number one defense, two best rosters in the NFL according to Owen. Dash number one and number two seeds. If the playoffs were to reseed according to Owen, so let's go right <laughs> to you. Who do you like in this big matchup here?
2: I like the 49ers. Um, I think that. Uh, they're better coached I think that's the only difference
1: you think it's that close it's really? just gonna come down what to about the painters
2: this, what about the I mean like an individual level, yeah I mean yeah so like yeah the, the Eagles have a, a slightly slightly better quarterback and like maybe the Niners have like a better safety and like a better linebacker and maybe the Eagles might have a better nose tackle but And a better offensive line but the main difference if you're to like boil it down and just eliminate all those factors is the coach
1: owen's saying if you group the positions off into 22 spots (laughs) it would be 11 against 11 and then it would have to come down to coaching and home field so he's going with the coach that's
2: exactly right like you might have an advantage in this category this category but if you just sum them yeah like an excel formula the bottom 11 11 pie chart
1: 50 50 split down the middle yeah that's what yes. we're looking at
2: and then the tiebreaker it's like when in in the u.s when there's a tie and like a vote you go to the vice president mm. the tiebreaker tiebreaker coach
1: shanahan yeah, you're going shanahan. with the niners alex yeah. what are you on here i think i know what yeah. it's going to be
3: yeah uh like i'm just gonna ride like i've been riding all year pro, um anti anti niners and that's uh, this been game working kind of like tricky like i said <laughs> go either way but i'm just gonna go with the home team um, I think the Eagles are um, Slightly better than the 49ers um, They have a better quarterback I think the offensive line is going to be huge In terms of running the ball um, I love the defense um, And yeah I just think even like the, uh, off, like the Everyone talks about how talented The offense is of the 49ers I think the Eagles offense is just as talented um, And yeah I'm just going to take the Eagles Here at the link um, at home
1: I like it dude you've been on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon so you're going with that it's Something about the link man just it's not at night it's it's unfortunately during the morning but something about the link i'm gonna go with the niners here i just i have a feeling dude something's telling me that i could see this going either way like there's a world where purdy just purdies like i've been afraid of that the last couple weeks when i'm picking on the niners because i know it's coming at some point like the clock just has to strike midnight here i'm not buying this guy's gonna go all the way but at the same time I don't really, like, I kind of been anti-Siriani, anti-Hertz. Like, I can't pick them at this point, and I've always been with the Niners, so I got to rock with the Niners. I'm picking San Francisco. Although McCaffrey not practicing and Debo not practicing and Mitchell not practicing is very weird. And then them just saying we're going to play, we're just choosing not to practice is very strange, and that makes me a little concerned. But I'm picking the Niners. Adam?
4: For the record, you said you've always been with the Niners. That's just not true.
1: I mean, I've been with the Niners, dude. Like, uh, you're acting Can, like I wasn't mis- original Shanahan guy. It's
4: true. He has been with the Niners. Yeah. Yeah. You flip flopped a bit
1: people, throughout
2: the
4: season, but
1: people
2: forget Colin Kaepernick came in to halfway through the season. Where's this and, going? And led the team to the Super Bowl. So it's it was somewhat similar. I mean, he was, I think, in his sophomore year. Yeah. I heard he's a rookie. So slightly different, and but last pick and of he, the draft, and he was yeah they were drafted in, they weren't drafted in the exact same spot, uh-huh. um, correct? But similar.
1: One was one was a six six like four four athletic freak, and, yeah. the, <laughs> and the other one's like a pasty six foot tall white guy. But yeah, I mean it's pretty much yeah. the same thing. Uh
4: huh. <laughs>
1: um,
4: yeah, I think. I think these rosters are the two best in the league, but I think at the most important position, there's a pretty large difference between the two quarterbacks. But with that being said, um, I've been on the Niners all year, and I I just would love to see the Niners in the Super Bowl. Um, so I will be picking them. I think the Eagles have struggled against the run this year, and I love McCaffrey, so I think he can carve them up a little bit.
1: I think he's pretty injured, though. Like He's fine. He's okay. Oh, okay, good. Thanks. And and they, they have, they any have Mitchell too. anyway. They Mahomes' have Mitchell. injury
3: counts. He's at
4: practice. It counts, but McCaffrey's <laughs> not even practicing, and it doesn't count. It <laughs> okay, doesn't count. okay. but right. Mahomes is way more important than McCa- they have Mitchell and Debo. They yeah, have seven yeah, like running backs. They he was carving last time. Okay, like Mahomes can stay in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying the, no the Niners saying yes have like the Niners have four running backs that they can deploy. So, but they're all four not nine.
1: they're all not practicing. Adam, like are you including are...
4: Hasty in the four? I'm including Guzcek, Debo, oh. and Mitchell. Yeah, okay. and Adam's a caffeine.
3: pretty big 49ers fan for being a Cowboys fan as well. That's supposed to be. Well, like I mean, I wasn't cow. really alive when they hated each other. So, mm. I, think well, I mean, okay. I wasn't alive when the Oilers and Flames were hating each other like 30 they years still do. ago. But like, it
4: is what it is. Well, the Niners and the Cowboys still
2: hate each other.
3: I yeah, mean I, I wasn't
4: alive when they like played each other in the playoffs. Like nowadays we've just Oh, them they played each other in the playoffs last week. Like two years in a row isn't a big deal. It's not like the nineties, oh, but play deal. each other every year. Like, <laughs> like dude, not a big deal. Playoffs. Listen, I'm not a I don't wake up with a Niners jersey like on my back. <laughs> well you do love the Niners. Though. You just said I love, you I love, love the Niners. Niners. I love McCaffrey. I love Jimmy. It's just What's you I want to see Jimmy win his third ring what's your most listened to song this week i don't really know oh it's not dreams and Nightmares. i know what mine's been yeah it's not super gremlin either but i listen that's to mine it. That's i listened mine. to it on the way home today
1: oh an underground underground niners information that i can give you whenever they kick off they play hotel lobby so i think that's kind of their their
2: by th- take off yeah
1: i think that's actually oh, kind of their no actual way. theme song so okay just Thank you. Yeah, I just Thanks. wanted to I'll get, be
4: listening to that. I'll get on that. But yeah, Jimmy yeah. winning his third ring would be pretty hyped, so...
1: Oh, that's great. I hope yeah. he really enjoys that, because he'll be quarterback in the Durs next year, so good luck to him. Um, Bengals at Chiefs, night game. The, this line's been going everywhere, so I'm just going to call it a pick em and you guys can make a pick on the winner, because it opened at Kansas City minus 2.5. Then I saw it at Bengals minus 3, and then today it's back at Chiefs minus 1, so I don't know what's going on. Was there... Injury? Well, I think it's just Mahomes' like closed no. door every, intel. Every step he takes. Yeah, it's like people are just <laughs> reacting to what's going on. It just six point fluctuates back and forth. So we're just going to call it at a pick 'em. I think, I do think there's a pretty decent chance it's more than a high ankle sprain. I'm going to say that. I think the the line movement is very suspicious.
2: Can we make an agreement though that if Mahomes like doesn't start or like only plays like ten snaps or something, the picks just void? No.
1: Raw. That's part
4: of the pick. Let's let's Did call Vegas and ask them. <laughs> part of the you have to factor that into your pick. That's so. That's lame. like the whole point. Yeah. Every given week, someone can get hurt.
1: Let's go. It's not injuries off Madden mode, but I will say, um, Bengals three in a row in their or three in a row against the Chiefs. Three and in0 career for Burrow. They're calling it Burrowhead. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. I hate that. Hate oh that. My God. <laughs> you didn't see that video, Adam? Uh, no, and don't I never want to it. see it. It's on miked Up, it. and they're on the sideline, and they're like, well, we're going to Burrowhead. It's like, oh, my God, please stop. It was like
2: Eli Apple. And Mike
1: somebody. Hilton, oh, I think. Oh, my God. So it's, it's pretty cringe, but they've also won 11 in a row. And I'm going to say something right now that I really don't want to say. I don't think you make money betting against nine, dude. I really don't think you do. So... <laughs> I'm gonna be selecting the Bengals to make the Super Bowl, and it and I'm I did call at the start of the playoffs. People remember Niners, Bengals. That's not really a brag because I probably would have got like two to one odds on that. But <laughs> I'm still gonna ride out with my original prediction, and I I hate to do it because I really whenever I actually think about how much I hate Joe Burrow, I think about a lot of old gunna. I think about that, and I it really like makes me upset. But I have Can you play the clip. Yeah, I can play the clip. I just I
4: a lot of old gunner lately three one.
1: so anytime <laughs> yeah, i tough. like him i think about that and then it makes me not like him but i don't think i make money betting against nine so i'm just gonna rock with joe burrow this week
3: as much as i love joe burrow uh, what well, i've been liking him i don't love him but as much as i've been liking him i think i'm gonna have to go with the chiefs here um wow this is too much crazy Bengals stuff here burrow um three in a row against the Chiefs Chiefs haven't really been able to beat the Bengals um big loss last year did Mahomes have a concussion did he not Mahomes Mahomes isn't very like a really big social media guy but he did tweet the clock as soon as the Bengals beat the uh Bills and like he's big time ready for his revenge um so I think I think Andy Reid is gonna cook up a banger game plan and the Chiefs Chiefs want paid back man like there's this narrative been that like they can't beat the Bengals. So I think I think the Chiefs are gonna come out at home. Like it's it's gonna be a big, big game for them. And uh and I just trust them a little bit more here. Um, even though, like I said, this is almost as close to a toss-up as you can get. Um, but I'm not really worried about Mahomes' ankle or anything. I think he's still I'm still taking like 90% Mahomes. I'm fine with that. 90, 80 percent mahomes. That's cool.
2: Um, I mean, as you were kind of talking about the picks, like last week's picks. I was thinking, I just ran through my head all the times picked against the Bengals and how many different picks they've cost me. And it was probably, I realized it's probably like 10 or 12 picks that are just spite picks that I made that I, that probably cost me weeks and things like that. But that being said, um, I'd rather lose picking on the Chiefs than win picking the Bengals. So I'm going to take the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I had a feeling that was coming. But I liked your soliloquy. I think that was pretty solid. I think that summed it up nicely. Adam, are you going to be joining me with the Bungles or are you riding out with the with the Mahomes?
4: Yeah, um, I mean, I, I really have nothing to lose at this point of the season with my picks because I'm going to finish in last regardless. So I think the strategy you have to take it with when you're at this point is hearing you talk about Burrowhead and hearing girls on TikTok say Joe Burr, and
1: that was a tough video
4: yeah there's been a lot of tough videos so i mean i'm gonna lose regardless so i might as well cheer against bro so i'm gonna be happily taking the chiefs here i love i'm gonna be i might order a DHK chiefs or i'll just like go steal one just to wear for the game or something
1: that's the spirit you you should just get a kelsey one you love kelsey you should just get a kelsey i should that would be a good investment for you. So we got three Chiefs and one Bengals pick. Which are we locking in, Owen? We'll start with you. What is this? Which one are you taking for a lock?
2: Uh, I'm locking in the 49ers. I think they're the best team in football.
3: Alex, man, this is a tough one here. Um, I'm gonna lock in.
4: I'm gonna lock in the Chiefs.
1: I'm locking the Bengals, Adam. <laughs>
4: um, I'm gonna lock the Niners. I don't think. I don't think Purdy's going to Purdy. He didn't Purdy against the number one turnover defense last week. So I don't think he's going to Purdy. How can them. we
2: coin a term as a Purdy for something that's never, never like, like it's coming? Phil purdy as if he made him a huge mistake. I'm just, I'm just, he's never Phil. made a huge mistake. So how can we call making a huge mistake a Purdy?
1: Like Purdy is just not a quarterback name. So I know he's got to turn into the Purdy at some point, dude. It would be like it's just bound to happen.
4: Interesting.
1: It's an eventuality. It's just not like it's just coming. It's loading up. I will say. I
4: don't think it's coming. Is what I'm trying to say.
1: I think it's it's loading is what is my take is buffering in. I, I think honestly, if you're asking me like what's the sexiest matchup like Super Bowl matchup. Bengals-Eagles is pretty good. I would say that. I would say that is probably, like, the most intriguing, like, two weeks of narratives. But, frankly, two weeks of Joe Burrow, like, social media will make me crazy. So I also don't want that. But I think that's actually, like, the most best hype matchup, I would say. Is there one that really sticks out to you as a possibility that's, like, that one's more interesting to me than another one, Alex?
3: I don't know. At this point, I I think they're all, like, really intriguing matchups. Like, I, it's pretty tough to pick. Um... What, what i'd want i think like i don't know i'm kind of big going, uh, like rematches so i don't know maybe like 49ers chiefs again would be um mm. would be an interesting matchup to see
4: chiefs eagles would be that's like the most interesting matchup to me but i mean
1: owen really didn't like that
4: one <laughs> uh i like the
2: rematch i think it's the most interesting
1: let's go i like that, that they're all good. good
2: too as long as the Bengals don't make it mm. yeah. i will say though this is one of the best Four teams, final four that I've I can remember.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like because we watch football every Sunday, we're just a couple guys who watch football. Do you think that true. yeah that I nailed that one? Get, from, that is true.
3: <laughs> Get in front of it, though. <laughs> do you think that it's
1: like it's rewarding that like the four teams that like we thought were above everybody else are the four teams left standing, or do you think it's like kind of lame that nobody else like came in and upset and like? What were the other elite teams we had? Did
2: we
4: have others? Was it just the Bills? Just Buffalo.
1: But like the whole season, we pretty much, like the last like eight weeks, we've had these four in there. So I think
4: this is way better than like the year that it was Nick Foles, Case Keen, Bortles. That year, Bortles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that I'd rather just have the four best teams. I think it's more fun this way.
3: I think it just depends from year to year. Like, I don't mind it this year. This year you have like all time. Um, quarterbacks at least on one side with Burrow and Mahomes, so I don't I don't mind that aspect of it. Um, but you do have great teams in the Eagles and the in the Niners, so um, I don't mind that part of it. Um, but like I didn't even mind like last year, like normally saw the Bengals coming out, and then I I thought I thought their run was really interesting. Like, just
1: I don't think that team exists. Like, it was probably like the Jags or the Chargers that would have been the interesting one yeah. to come in. But I don't yeah, know the yeah Cowboys. Dallas honestly would have been interesting at least. But I don't know it's at least rewarding that Vikings Vikings. Yeah. That totally would have been (laughs) sick, dude, but it's rewarding that it's like the four best teams. I'll say it makes for a pretty good weekend. Other stuff. Alex went to the flames game and then we're going to talk avatar too. So let's get to Alex in the flames game. Johnny Gaudreau return game. (sighs) Um, For those who missed it, the flames did win in overtime, but Johnny had two points. Booed whenever he touched the puck missed the penalty shot, but overall I thought he was pretty half decent so what was your what was your takeaways from the game alex like give me the whole alex experience i want to hear it from like when you walked in like just just take me step by step i want the guy it was
3: sick i walk in scanner tickets and um i saw on the tv actually that like the es like espn was there i didn't even realize espn was there so like when espn's in a canadian city like you know it's a big deal um doing the game so i was like all right like it's kind of sick like i'm watching like an espn broadcast here like wow um, so yeah, anyways, he gets there, and then it was just really like booing as much as like we could. I thought the fans did a pretty good job of booing. Um, they you know, they're playing the pregame stuff and they're talking about Goudreau on the Jumbotron, and fans were booing, and then they announced the Columbus starting lineup. It said, you know, Johnny Goudreau, whatever, left wing, I think, and um they booed him. And then, uh, yeah, they boot him as much like every time we touched the puck, we boot him like crazy. And then the penalty shot was nuts. I mean, like the first, I think, 10 minutes, we were like gifted, trying to like give him a goal. It was insane. Um, Hubert was like passing to him like these <laughs> beautiful passes to Goudreau, just like, here you go, buddy. Um, and then the penalty shot was nuts. I was like, oh my god, if he scores here, like this is gonna be horrible. And then that was really fun. That was like, Almost like storybook, like he gets there, gets a penalty (laughs) shot, like storybook. um, Like what a what a like who's writing this? Um, So I thought, you know, him missing wide, wide, wide right um, was was really funny. Didn't even hit the net, so that was good to give him a good time. And then yeah, the fans like they played the tribute video. I chose not to stand up, even though like ninety five percent of the fans did. So I wasn't about that. Let's go. Uh, But yeah, I thought I thought from besides that i thought flames fans did a pretty good job i just i ho- i was wishing not everyone would stand up but they did um but aside from that like i thought the flames you know fans gave him a pretty hard time um even like after like the game i think he was the second star of the game and everyone like booed like crazy still while everyone was like leaving the leaving the game. So. Um, I was generally, generally impressed with the Flames fans. And I got to shout out Oilers fans um, because that was awesome yesterday. They were playing Columbus. And every time Johnny (laughs) touched the puck, they were boos as well. So I just didn't. Did you watch Phil?
1: I did watch the game yesterday. Okay, I I didn't understand why they were booing him. Like I, mean,
3: I I think they're just like egging him on. I thought it was funny. Like they're like, you know, we didn't like you anyways, and there's we have another reason to boo you, so why not?
1: Oh, if anything, I like Goodreau, dude. If any if anything, I I actually like Johnny. I think he's like a talented player and he like really messed over the flame like you know, he, he did the Flames fans dirty. So I like him for that at least a little bit. But I will say that it's um like I feel like that's about as negative as a reception as I imagine it could have imagined him getting because yeah. i i knew like during this video that most people would probably cheer and honestly like if you're asking like a player that's probably like the right thing to do like at <laughs> least when they play like what you've accomplished like they're like okay like thank you for doing that but when it's just you on the ice they're not gonna yeah so i guess they would have liked it like that but it is a bit of a heat subject to bring up calgary columbus that's like the last thing that most people want to hear about so I mean, I'm glad we talked about it, though. I wanted to get Alex's impression. Um, Rui Hachimura. uh, Rui (laughs) Hachimura to the Lakers. Um, Honestly, I couldn't care less about this guy. Like, I just think this is such a Lakers move where it's like, okay, like... We don't really do our own scouting, so like he went ninth in 2019. That's good. Like I was still watching the draft at that point when he got picked. So <laughs> let's just scoop him up. Three second rounders in Kendrick Nunn. I did really enjoy the Wizards hype video for Kendrick Nunn. They announced that trade, and I had to uh, I I had to retweet the video. Really good preseason highlight tape of Kendrick Nunn. So I liked that from the Wizards point. But Alex, where are you at on this move?
3: Uh, I don't really care much about the move for the Lakers like it was clearly like a 2k like let's say many second round picks we need (laughs) to throw in here for us to hit the threshold for them to accept the trade um so I so I don't really I haven't watched any Rui Hachimura so I don't really know like a lot of people were like on Twitter were like wow like how like he was drafted in 2019 and like look how fast his like draft stock has dropped I'm like Jarrett Culver exists Zach Collins exists um, hey,
1: whoa! That's a spur.
3: Giorgos Spapatigianis exists. Like, really I don't right. know why we're acting surprised that like, all, like this these like lottery picks aren't working out. Like, I don't know. They're
1: I don't like, know whoa! Draft so picks fail. Like,
3: what? The Wizards are already giving up on him. Like, what? No, dude. Like, develop him. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, this is the NBA. Like, half of the lottery picks don't work out. So I don't know why everyone was so surprised.
2: It's all good though because they got um, Johnny Davis. He's the new rookie. Yeah, yeah. They and, got him, and they got Corey Kispert, dude. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Wait, those three,
3: what, are, no, what is he
1: good no. at? Three. <laughs> and Denny Avgia. You forgot about him. Yes. Are those
2: the four back-to-back-to-backs? Yep.
1: I think so. I they think went so. Rui
2: Hachimura, Denny Avija, Corey Kispert, and then
1: Johnny Davis. <laughs> and then you know, Four all, straight lottery picks. All in the wow, lottery. So bad. Those are four That's bangers. A- I read Holy I read God. a really good article in the Washington Post where the woman who wrote it just cut them up. She was like, This franchise is incompetent. Like they do nothing. Like why like you would think, like, okay, keep Rui Hachimura, like, at least till the end of the season. He's in RFA. They're like, Nope. Kendrick, none in three seconds, bro. Like, let's get another guard in here. Like, they're yeah. crazy, dude. The Wizards are one of the most like meaningless franchises going. I do want to say though, the Lakers assistant, Phil Handy, who who worked Raptors in 2019 saying that Rui Hachimura after one like warm up drill yeah, said that. that he reminded him of a guy he coached in Toronto and was talking about Kawhi is one of the most <laughs> cringe things I've ever seen in my life that makes that me was so just sick up crazy I mean, I mean, why would you even say that? That just doesn't make any sense. Like you're putting such a burden on the guy. You're like, it oh, makes no
3: sen- even if even if Hachimura turns out to be Anthony Davis, that still doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not even close to the same player. I don't know what he's talking about.
1: I do love like Laker Twitter using like one tape game of highlights against the Spurs and being like, man, it's so nice to have like an ISO score like Rui, dude. It's Get like
2: the fuck. <laughs> I do like, I watched him a little bit when he was at Gonzaga, and he looks he looked pretty good. That's the only extent of what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think the Wizards are, like, the worst franchise in the NBA. I was going to say that, too. Yeah. Like, I think they have, like, the third or fourth, I think, highest payroll, and they're, like, a lottery team. They're trying to, like – And they, like, can't pay their guys. It's just, like, a disaster. They're... And who could have seen the Brad Beal Brad not working out? Who could have seen that one? That's yeah. crazy.
1: It's it's unforeseen situation, unforeseen yeah. development that Bradley Beal's not actually working out for them. It is yeah. wild that they like they're like fully like willing and wanting to lock into a Kuzma Beal Porzingis, Big Three. They're like, yup. Like, how much do we have to pay Kuzma? Like, let's make this happen. This is the core we want going forward. Like, that's a ten seed. Like, they, say what you want, I guess, but they're they're going to be kings of the play in. Like, they are just going to dominate yeah. the play in. They'll be in the tournament every year. Yeah. And the best
2: part is they got a, they got rid of Davis Berton's contract, and it all all it took was Kristaps Porzingis' contract. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they would absolutely just fleece the the Mavs.
1: They dominated that trade. That was, that was an absolute body they caught. They were like, oh, zero-time All-Star for two-time All-Star W-Trade. Let's lock it in. Um, We went to see Avatar 2. So if you haven't seen Avatar 2, well, actually, let's get this straight. Owen went to see Avatar 2, like a normal person, when it came out. But Alex, Adam, and I just couldn't really line up the dates for the Calgary people. So we finally went to see it. We're going to talk about movies, like, I guess, a little more. So going forward that is so if you haven't seen avatar 2 turn this off right now but if you have stick around i think most people have alex has some categories he wants to get into for us to uh (laughs) pick some winners so i would love to hear this well
3: i mean do we should just maybe talk about the movie just a little bit i guess and then we could probably get into categories sure Like, like i thought i thought you know the movie was really good i thought it was you know i agree with most people that it was better than the first i thought I was excited. Like I told the boys right when the movie started, I said, welcome to the James Cameron show. And boy, was it, boy, was it unbelievable. I was so impressed with James Cameron. Um, You know, like the CGI is a CGI, whatever. But like this guy is on a whole nother level. I don't know how he thinks of some of these things, which is one of the categories um, that we'll be talking about later. But like the world building was sick, like, you know, expanding the whole like, um, the clan's. world and all that stuff, and you know, going back to the first movie and answering some questions there, and I thought the action was good and everything, and I thought it was overall a really entertaining story, and 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 uh, and uh, yeah, it, it was it was great.
1: Yeah, I liked it. I'm giving it an eight and a half. I mean, James Cameron really did like he was just letting it hang, like he was just dominating as much as he could. So I got to give him some respect for that. At the same time, like, like I don't really understand this guy's brain. Like, I think he must be kind of like messed to come up with some of the things he comes up with. But at the same time, you just got to respect it. The guy's like just dominating the game. So I liked it. I'll give it eight and a half.
4: I'll
1: um, give it a seven. Wow. Where did, it wow, wow. where did
2: it lose you? At points, it felt a little derivative. <laughs> right.
4: Like derivative. a little boring.
1: <laughs> I agree yeah. with that. Unoriginal. Oh, thank you.
4: Thank you. Yeah. Unoriginal. Um, I'm giving it like a nine. I'm, uh, I'm saying it was too short. I kind oh. of wanted it to keep going. Adam's different. Adam, okay. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I Let's go with contrarian. On one. No, like it ended, and I'm like, damn. Like I, I could have watched like another half hour. Yeah, I could have watched a little more. <laughs> I will say <laughs> as
2: a caveat, though, I was really tired when I watched the movie, so I was ready ah. for it to be done pretty early. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's also just keep that in mind when you're think like taking my opinion into account okay like adam made a good point like the movie <clears throat> ended
3: and then it showed avatar the way of water and i was like okay i'm like you I'm thought be be you thought i thought it was gonna be a babylon you thought it was
4: that was the intro." joke i was making i'm like oh that's a long intro <laughs> oh and alex <laughs> yeah
3: so yeah i guess we can get into the categories then sure um we've got three categories here um we've got the first category which is the Wow, I wish I could teleport to the scene right now. Now, we're not going to do this for every single movie. Like, this isn't, like, we're not doing this for, I don't know, the Banshees of Inishirin or any of these, like... (laughs) Have you seen that? No, I haven't. I heard it's good. But I was going to watch that tonight. I'm doing this because Avatar was such a crazy world um, that I'm giving us the option of teleporting to any one of those little, like, cool areas um, where we'd want to, like, be in for a little bit. Um, the second category is how did they think of this category, and this plays into the like how the hell is James Cameron like making this up? And then the third one is the lost in the sauce category, which is like you were kind of confused, you weren't really like, getting what was going on, you were having a hard time following it, but that could have been a good thing or it could have been a bad thing. It doesn't have to be like a set, like oh I hated this, or you could have still been confused, but you'd have been like okay this is raw, I don't get what just happened, but like I'm 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 down, I'm down with what's happening. So those are the three categories.
1: Okay, let's do the first one here. Traveling to one part of the movie, I think it's an obvious winner for me. I want to be the guy with the whale with four eyes. I want to be in the water yeah. with the whale. I thought the whale was, like, the king of the movie. Like, he was, like, dominating. like And then he came back yeah. to clutch at the end. I thought the whales yeah. carried. And I, I said to Adam, I when I got home, I wanted to run me a tub and just try to summon one of them whales because I thought they were just <laughs> dominant in every way. So I'm talking about the annoying kid, like the dumb one with the one braid hanging out. And I'm, I want to be him in the water with the whale. Raw. That's you great. would be
2: the... The kid.
1: Well, I'm not the kid, but I'm like uh I'm it me. In his role. I'm just yeah. Right. I'm, I get it. I'm I'm not the dread kid, but I'm just me, like with the mask on with the with the whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't die.
4: I was gonna take Phil's, for the record, like being with the whale sounds sick. Other than like the trauma that came before he got left with the whale, but uh I'm probably gonna go with the girl, like the daughter that's like chilling and like mesmerized by like playing with the fish. That just seemed so sick. Like you could just spend hours just sitting there like magically guiding. Yeah. Kiri Kiri. (laughs) Kiri or kitty. I don't know what her name was. I don't know. When she's just, when she's just zoned out, like staring (laughs) at the dirt and like playing with the fish, it just seemed so. Adam, you could do
1: that right now. Just go run yourself a tub and put (laughs) your head in. I could not
4: control fish with my like brain dude. That was awesome like she was just like swimming around everywhere just like looking around watching all the fish it was just sick it was dope
1: or when she made them light up at the end you could have taken that yeah she
4: was like learning that at the start when they first got there that's the part i'm talking about like when she first learned how to do that i'm
1: glad you didn't take the part where she literally almost died because she was doing that but yeah that was that was a good choice i think owen what are you going with i think the
2: clear pick for me has to be Sully's wife, the whatever her name is, mm-hmm. Alex, do you know? Kiri? No, Kiri? I don't. I'm okay. <laughs> I think it's Natiri. Oh <laughs> I think it is. I think it, it is, is, is. It is. It is Natiri. Just came to me. I man. love wiki Alex. <laughs> okay, so Natiri, I like she's like really close with the pterodactyl. So she always calls it in to whip her around. I think that looks so <laughs> fun. Just like gliding through on the pterodactyls, like through the stones and up through the clouds. And, like, she was, you know, going to war on this pterodactyl thing. And it was, like, you could tell it was, like, her personal, like, her friend that was always – so, like, it would always – it was, like, Thor's hammer. Like, she needed it. It was coming right to her. Yeah. Uh, and so I like that. I think that's what I would want.
3: I think I think mine's kind of similar to Owen's. Um, I think if I could pick one, it'd definitely be to teleport into that um, – you know how they had those, like, huts and stuff in that, in that one, like, like, the village they end up going to after to, like, you know – um, seek refuge and then they like learn they like get connected to like those like underwater like sea whales or sea like dolphins yeah and the, the way how they can just like run off and jump into the water and like the the like dolphin oh, yeah. will like meet them right up there yeah like so sick because there's nothing better than like jumping into the water like that and then you're just like ripping like eighty eighty 80 miles an hour like underwater it looks so sick and like the 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 ocean like the ocean was like crystal clear like oh my god it looks oh, so oh looks good. so warm I dude imagine you're like hot you were just doing some work and you're like let me oh. go for like a swim and, <laughs> and and a ride and you just jump in there and it's like looks like the most refreshing thing ever so it looked awesome
2: would you ever want to live like
3: trade your life for a Navi life yes a <laughs> Navi life looks amazing it does look amazing what I clan
1: do you want to be in
3: I want to be like part of the water people dude the water people look like they have it good.
1: I mean, like, the the forest people seem like they just had it bad, dude. Like, they were in, like, the vines, and it just did not look lit. Yeah,
3: too many dangerous animals, bro. There's, like, a deadly, like, panther and lion there, like, every corner you turn. Here, it looks a little more safe. Yeah. And like,
2: also, they're, like, on the front lines of, like, the sky people. Like, the sky people don't really go to the coast like that, I feel like. It,
1: yeah. So, usually,
2: like like the Thai people fight the battles the water people just kind of swim around and just chill.
1: Is do you yeah. want to live in New York or do you want to live in Oahu, dude? Like it's like a yes. pretty obvious winner to me that I would much rather yeah. be in the sea people. So I like that, yeah. dude. I think that's a good choice. Um what was the number 2? Adam, you want Number
3: to go- 2 was uh how did how did they think of this and more, mostly just like how did James Cameron come to think of this?
1: Yeah, there's a runaway here in my mind, but uh, Adam, I think it'll be the one you pick too. Is it the the whale yeah. like, <laughs> like what the whale opening up his mouth and you get the guy in swimming the whale's in.
4: mouth and it's like you're in a like brand new society inside the whale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just like well, it's walks pitch black down the guy's throat and just connects with the whale. Like, <laughs> what did I just watch? So
2: here's my thing though. this was brought up by Phil. What exactly is the brain? Is the brain a sexual organ or is it like no. some sort of other thing?
4: It's like a connection. Yeah. So it can be either sexual or non-sexual. Well, when you, when you engage in those acts with someone, you're connecting with them. So that's part of it. But it's just mostly the connection part. So it's like a USB.
1: Yeah. It's, tr- it's, like, it's like, a, like into it's the also, computer.
4: It's probably like a metaphor for like connecting with like organisms or like, you yeah.
1: know. Okay, but the girl who was able to summon the fish and do light-up tricks when they're about to die, she was not connecting with fish using the braid. She connected
4: to the, the thing in the back of her head. That almost the, like, killed her. Urchin.
1: Anybody could have connected yeah. to that. She gave it to the mom. She was like, you take that. Anybody could have had that. That was free game. She, and then when she tried to connect to something, she almost died. So how does she do it? Does she just know? Like, I didn't understand the braid thing. I guess that's what? where I'm going. I think that's something we so were like,
3: talking about. They need to, like... Talk about that in the third avatar. Yeah. yeah. Or four there, or
1: five, because there, there's more yeah, coming. It was more.
2: but <laughs> I felt it was like, you guys ever watched Star Wars?
3: No, Boy, but
1: Alex has. You know,
2: like how R2D2, when he's trying to hack into, into something, he shoots that little thing out and it yeah. just like twists around and then will open an enemy door. And like yeah. every door has like the thing, <laughs> the interface that he can stick it into. That's what I didn't really get is like, if R2D2, if like all these robots have this like capacity to just hack into enemy technology. Mm-hmm. Why not just change like the interface, like make it more yeah, secure? Mm. So that's the thing with the avatar, just like it can connect to like everything. Didn't really I didn't really get like well the whole point of it. Was doing avatar is that everything
3: things. is connected? Cause in the like final like like sequence, like uh Jake Sully's talking about he's like water connects everything and everything's connected and connection and connection. So I think it's like <laughs> a given LinkedIn that connection. connected. Like you just <laughs> connect to everything. Um, I like it. For for my um how did they think of this category who the who the hell's idea was it to think of like uh robot crabs remember when they're like (laughs) trying to kill those whales and stuff and then they have like those people that are like (laughs) like driving those like robot crab machines and like throwing them into the water like i was kind of crazy i was like wow this guy is really next he's like we need to have robot maneuvered like human-controlled crabs
1: yeah, like boats, boat control. Boats. Yeah.
3: Like it was insane to catch these whales. So I thought that was pretty
1: wild. He had a crazy amount of like things that just as they were happening, I was like, whoa, like this guy's cooking right now. But it yeah. was just every three minutes. You couldn't like you couldn't stop thinking about it. I think. No. um, Oh, man, it's I'm having a tough go, but I would. I can go. Yeah. If you're still cooking. Yeah, go ahead. I
2: think the, the part where I was like kind of edge of my seat type beat was like when they were doing the the whale Wrangling and lassoing and all that, where they like, there's like all the steps to get them, and then they go inside, and then they start sticking that thing in his head and start draining out the fluid, and then they drop the oh, this is like can like reverse your biological age. I was like, wow, that was crazy. Like, I wouldn't have never thought of that.
1: That's a good one. I was gonna say when the lady uh, Carmela Soprano when she was um. When she was walking on those stilts with the, the big stilts, and she had oh, yeah. the, and she had the arms, like why wouldn't you? Like okay, oh, right. I get it. Like She'd you, be wa- a normal person. Yeah, exactly. Like you want to gain some height, but what? Why do you need the arms? And then like like you just need the legs, or you just need stilts. Like I get it. Like you want to be taller, but the arms, like you're not gonna fight anybody if you're her. Like you're kind of <laughs> well, like the honcho, right? I think,
4: oh. I think the uh, like the ship is made for. Like avatars, so she's not tall enough to move stuff around yeah. and stuff like that. Oh yeah, so a she needs suit. It's, it's to,
2: to bring it eight eight to a level playing field. Yeah, the avatars
4: one? are like eight Huge. foot eight. Yeah, but yeah. at the
1: same time, like they're not going to beat her up. Like she's like she's going to be and so locked she can, away. like
4: Move supplies and stuff. Oh,
3: so you're oh. saying you want like slave avatars for her to do stuff?
1: For like her. I don't. She seemed oh. to me like she was the queen of the castle. So I don't think she'd be like moving around the wood on the base floor, shoveling like the. It's not like to, to
2: do grind. Yeah, she still has to, like, use, like, the computer and stuff, probably. It yeah. was no, kind of random, the scene
3: where she was using the robot was her, like, beating up a boxing bag. It's like, what do you, like, train? Like, you're training your robot's muscles? Like, what? Yeah, like, <laughs> like you're not gaining
1: anything from this. You're not connecting on anything. That's actually a yeah. really good point. On
3: a
2: related note, have you guys seen Pacific Rim before?
1: No, I missed don't. it. Oh, okay, okay, He, That's okay. Yeah, Oh, good. That's um, one to watch if you ever
2: get the chance. Add it
1: to the list. We'll get on that. Sure. Um right. f- I I guess a, another one that would jump out to me. I don't know if we have to hit this, but like um w- why was there that guy who was like, "Oh, I'm I'm the harpoon guy. Like I'm the most indispensable guy going." Like what, like I don't understand why that guy thought that. Would be my yeah. point. But
3: Oh yeah, that guy was so annoying and like how did he get there? It's almost seemed like he like worked for somebody else. He's kept saying I have quotas to meet." Yeah. Like, do we not work for the same team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, you the a same I was a little confused about it. It was like he came like to Pandora by himself, like packed up <laughs> his family and was like, I need to find a better life.
2: <laughs> no cap, you found one. That is a better life.
3: Yeah. Can't lie. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we got lost in the sauce what? category. Oh, I got a great one
2: for this. Oh, This is something I never understood. I could not understand when I was watching What's the deal with that one chick? Uh, like the daughter with the hair, like Sully's daughter with yeah. the braid or whatever. The the daughter and the relation to Winona or who? Which character? Sigourney Weaver. Great point. Great
1: point. But then how but is how is how she they? the daughter? Because yeah. I
2: assumed that was the mom. Or but but then again, I was like maybe that's actually her because they look the same. But then, how were they? was she the daughter? And then, well, if that was all the case, where did the
4: where did the where did the human go? I I have an idea here. Okay. In the first movie, wasn't um the researcher lady? Wasn't she pregnant in her avatar body? And then she died. And then the baby came s- out. And then they took care of the baby, like Sully adopted her. Well, I don't know. I, that wasn't clear to me either. I and thought, like um, at the end of the pregnant. first movie, she's dying and she's pregnant. No? Am and I they, crazy? Oh, really? And they saved the baby? I'm pretty sure that happened, but I might just be lying. Because I
3: think that like AWA, <laughs> like that magical tree that they have. <laughs> like I, I think like Ricky took Alex. her like DNA and uh and like saved her or something. But yeah, this I'm not too sure more... how they ended up keeping the baby out. Like this
2: does know. sound more believable because it looked like a, a clone, a blue clone. No, of I, character. I like, just it looked know. like the it. same person.
4: Kiri is the adopted daughter. So she was the other girl's daughter and they adopted her because she died in the first movie. So so who's yeah, her, her dad who though?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm okay. saying.
4: I'm pretty sure she uh, she treed to have the daughter in the first movie. Uh, like, a little it happened in the first mm, movie.
1: Interesting. She's like a seahorse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think for me, Lost in the Sauce, first of all, Blonde kid with the Jimmy Butler haircuts, with the Jimmy Butler dreads, uh, who is a human living with the avatars. Um, You mean to tell me this guy's living 14 years, first of all, and, like, he never has, like, a situation... I, I don't know how to say this delicately, where that little towel that he wears that covers up every part of his body that that doesn't like rip or it doesn't like just completely become useless like how is it always covering like I get it's a movie but at some point like just give the kid some shorts bro like he's not an avatar he's not built like you like you should get him a different wardrobe that's step one with that kid step two you mean to tell me he's lived all this time and the mask has never once like he's never hit his head and it's never bumped up and he's just died because the mask came off or he's never cracked the mask you mean to tell me that he's just lived his whole life with like no troubles with this mask i just don't i didn't understand anything about that character that character sucked i didn't like that guy at all i was hoping that the mom would take him out with the arrow at the end and then also another one lost in the sauce the dude getting the the whale tying the uh trying the thing around and then it gets on the arm and then the arm shoots off and the guy dies i mean that was just a prime lost in the sauce like i don't know like that was like a crazy move it was it was fire that was a
3: sick scene though yeah it was a fire scene but it was I just love that I lost love the way in I just ripping the guy's arm off. That was raw.
2: What do you think about the Jimmy Butler kid saving his dad? Were you guys on board with that?
1: No, I wasn't on board with that.
2: I wasn't on board, but I mean, it cooks up a banger,
3: like, Third yeah. avatar, like, because it's bound speeds. to happen that, like, they figure out that he
2: saved him, and then,
3: yeah, like, just
1: rip his mask off, bro. The kid, like, the kid's useless, man. That's true. But that's his just son. His he he off
2: it's his son, dude. He wasn't about to. That was clear. He wasn't. He wasn't trying to hurt him.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't about that. I wasn't about Jimmy Butler, but- dude my, my lost in the sauce i've got kind of like two my
3: first one is like why did it take them so long to come back after they got like after the sky people got like kicked out the first time it looked like it like took them like 10 years well you to gotta
4: get like you gotta like yeah you know, come with a game plan like you, <laughs> there's no rush like they gotta cook <laughs> they, up a game they were on, they were on much different
2: well earth's pretty far too i'm assuming yeah I think so yeah.
4: I don't, I don't know. I feel so. like they have like, like lots they got of to technology. fly all the way back, figure out what they're gonna do, <laughs> get the troops, and then fly all the way back again. I don't know. So. I feel like the
3: technology. Like I think they should have done it a little faster. <laughs> Why? What's <When> <laughs> it? Kind of like thought about the like the unobtanium. Remember that like precious metal in the first. Like, you but think yeah, there's like no mention of that anymore. Like, are they do they want that or did like this entire like U.S. Navy come here just to kill Jake Sully?
1: Bro, Alex, what you kind of bring up like. you bring up another good point in that, like, it took the, it took them 10 years. Right. To get back to like what they want to do. Then why are they like, all right, like they're stationed in the air. We don't know where. Like, it could be in any of these <laughs> islands. Like, if you had like, ten years, like, wouldn't you come up with a bit of a better, like, definitive who map? Who said
4: it took ten years? It didn't even. Pretty, like, it did, I though, know it's pretty. Bad. It Look, man,
3: Jake Sully had got like four kids, and the oldest was yeah. like fourteen.
2: Yeah, he's popping them
3: out. No, sixteen. Cap. Like, they were his kids. Were kind of old. Like, they were like teenagers by that point. And
1: another thing lost um, in the sauce, just real yeah. quick: the whale that like was different. I'm talking about the one I wanted to like be yeah. around. Um an outcast yeah outcast well when they showed like the flashback i didn't really like gather like why he was an outcast bro like i don't know Guy. if i would, if i just wasn't looking that closely but it yeah, just didn't
3: really he tried to kill something or somebody yeah but some how'd you guys i didn't really get it's because
4: the uh like he was swimming with all his boys right yeah squaw. and then they were in a war and they all died to like the sky people but the avatars thought that he killed everyone but really they all died to the hunters and he was the only survivor. But dude, that's so, a quick talk. He was outcast.
2: No, this is, I thought it was he was an outcast to the other whales,
4: not the avatars. Yeah. Yeah, but the the avatars are friends with the whales, like the water people. Oh, oh so the whales. They're yapping. The so since talk. He had like a, a lost fin and all his friends died except for him. They're just like, You killed everyone so they yeah. they called him a that's, killer and they outcast
1: no nah, but dude that's no believe
4: the story you mean to tell me that's a quick talk avatars. bro you
1: just you, if you're the whale yeah, you but just why go would talk to your him? boys cuz all
4: their friends are dead except for him
1: all my friends well, are dead
2: because they probably know him better they they known him like that he literally had that like, arrow
1: he's been in his around.
2: Fin, though yeah he wouldn't have done yeah. that himself
1: exactly if, dude arrow was in his fin he could have explained that quick like it's like you've known this guy, guy
2: for you've known this guy for years probably and there's like an attack and somehow he survives and he's got all these wounds you're not going to be like i can assume like maybe you're like oh maybe he had a he was involved somehow but then you just connect to his brain and he tells you like oh like it, no this happened and you're like oh it checks out 100 percent like oh, this story makes sense and then it's fine. I don't get why you wouldn't believe it. You
1: know what? So. Now that we're talking about it, I don't like these. I don't like these sea people because not one yeah. of them took the time to go in the mouth and take a look like that one guy did. Like you That's would think at saying. least That's one it. of, of these sea people would have pulled up <laughs> and been like, "Yo, what actually went down? Like, w- why do you have this thing in you? Let me take it out of you." Like these it's people suck, people bro. Only,
4: it's because people only judge you from what's on the outside, Phil. That's why. Wow. wow. And this is the other thing I want to oh, say love too. Big whoosh. Poking holes is. I
2: I got the impression that the whales were like these really like noble, like big, yeah, like majestic creatures. Like they're not about to lie and switch up like that. I think they don't think the Avatar would believe that either. I think I they think, would know.
4: Yes. I think my biggest hole, um the like hole that I poked in this movie that I wasn't a fan of and I wish this kind of went differently, is like the whole idea is he's going to this remote place, like going there all stealthily leaving no trace, like not bring war to them. And then the second his kid gets injured, he's calling in a fighter jet to come like (laughs) save his kid. And it's like, you know, they're after you. Don't you think they would like track the fight? Like that was the most predictable thing in the world. Like you got to first first try to fix him like with the with the doctor in the village. And then if that doesn't work, sure, call the jet. But first instinct was to call the jet. And that was just stupid. And no one would do that if they're fleeing for their life. So yeah.
2: Yeah, by the end of it I wasn't really a Sully guide. Yeah. I it felt like he took advantage of the water people for it just so just for his own sake. Like he abandoned his tribe. He left them with the mess. Yeah. And he went and created mess for other people and probably really cared about them. He was only using them to protect his family. Exactly. And then his kid died basically at the cost of him. Like just And he
3: blamed his you other kid for it. Give yourself
2: up, bro.
1: Yeah, Sully dude and and that's the thing, bro.
3: But Sully did like save the
4: air people yeah but at the cost of his like own son and then the the water yeah but he's well. kind of a legend like he did he did kind of clutch up the war against his own people but so. he takes he well, takes we don't no know blame. That for a fact though because they actually didn't really flash back to the forest people True.
3: really yeah. at all in the movie and the only what? thing we I know mean, about the, the forest movie.
1: people is they got their pterodactyls stolen by the new guys bro by the yeah, fakes yeah was
2: heat too wait did they yeah, yeah.
1: was that during your sleep session
2: might have been. I have no. You just learn how to ride the
3: yeah, apples, That
1: would dude. imply that it was in the sleep yeah. section. I
3: think.
2: Oh, <laughs> Can I also add? I kind of
3: like. I like. I get the whole point of the movie is like the way of water, I guess, and then. It but sounds like he, we he just hate kinda, this movie. He kind of like at the end there. Like, I loved it. I was He really says, "I'm not like a forest avatar anymore. I'm a like I'm a water water avatar. It's like it's well, why are home. you so quick to switch up, bro? Yeah, it was yeah right? he, he was
1: there people like, away Now
4: he's just a sea guy.
1: No loyalty anymore, dude. There's no loyalty like... is what I'm trying well, to say. Well, I mean, he it's did
4: like... switch up from a human to an avatar pretty quick, so...
1: Dude, it's
3: the. that he's not very loyal,
4: a bigger transition. It's so, the it's
1: LeBronification of the Tolkien dude. It's what it is, yeah. and and it's sad to see because honestly, like this guy could have been like. And here's the thing, he says he's a water guy. Like that's a nice way for the movie to end. I know Avatar Three's coming in 2023. He's switching up at the first cave sign caveman. of trouble. He's about to be a desert guy. He's gonna yeah. yeah he's about to be a caveman. That's what he's yeah. about to be. So, I wish this
4: movie came out when I was in high school. Cause writing a CRT on this, I would probably get above a seventy. Well, I would
1: have sliced it up. Time. Let's go seventy in English Adam. I was always <laughs> I was always dropping nineties. English is the only class right. I was good at though.
4: So,
3: final question how excited are we to see Avatar three? Like rated on a in scale of one to ten. Like how bad are you itching to see Avatar three? And liked. and
1: bonus question to this one what clan is he gonna join next? We'll see who's right.
2: I and think bonus, bonus. Called... <laughs> oh my god! Are you gonna watch it with your kids, or do you think it'll be before then? It's coming. Uh, dude, tw- it's 2024, twenty twenty
1: three. Oh, four.
2: But didn't Eight. they say that though about two, and it just got pushed back, or what? Or do no, I don't think this one's that? getting pushed back because it's already filmed and basically done.
1: Oh, good.
3: Okay, never mind. Don't have a kid before then. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> I'm like nine out of ten excited. I really want to see like what keeps happening here.
1: Mm. And what kind Me do you too. think he's gonna join next?
3: Uh, it's called the Seed Bear um the Ah, third movie so sure i'll go with owen because they said like there's some like fire people so I think he becomes like a fiery avatar actually he's a fireman like a red fire
1: avatar. (laughs) (laughs) nypd
4: oh like a red fire avatar this is starting to copy the script of uh like uh, the you know the anime avatar like the waterbender fire oh yeah airbender airbender it's kind of earthbender that
1: james cameron's just a copier dude apparently (laughs) i'm gonna go with um i am excited for the next movie like like i can wait but i did like this movie quite a bit so i am excited for this next movie probably about seven out of ten and for next kind he's gonna join i know it's not gonna happen but i want like a suburban clan like i want it to go anticlimactic and be kind of like a earthy like relatable type Tolkien type vibe so i'm hoping okay. he goes for the burbs
2: okay i'm down with that i'm like pretty excited um, like maybe an 8 out of 10 excited. Um, and I'm hoping he goes to like the underground tribe, like the conspiracy tribe. Where it's like the people that, oh, oh it's like a tinfoil a nobody, hat. On, nobody above the ground. Like you, they, they talk about him, but everyone thinks it's a myth. And then Sully finds them and they're under yeah. there. Raw.
1: Raw. Yeah. Raw that's you know I mean? sick.
2: I actually love that. Dude,
1: call James yeah. Cameron right now.
2: Yeah. He's probably already cooked it up, dude. He's probably got something better.
1: No man. man, that sounds sick. He's just going down to like a bunch of Kyrie Irvings.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm hoping for a desert clan, like an Algeria clan. Raw. Raw.
1: Raw. The world is too. <laughs> that would be hype. So, well, that was a good talk. I like I like movie time. I think we're going to shift to that in the off season. I think we're going to be That was a lot of fun. That like was a lot of fun. Up. I think you know, that yeah. was good. we're going to be exactly. a movie podcast in the off season a little bit here. We're going to try to give like a little bit of time for everybody. We're going to let them know a week in advance what we're watching. Now that's yeah, go ahead.
2: I'm going to let the people know I'm watching that Banshees of Inisherin movie. I think like. All yeah, right, What about Puss in Boots?
1: Oh, we're going to that on Tuesday.
2: I think we're trying to go watch Puss in Boots.
1: <laughs> yeah. Soon.
2: Here. Oh, Phil, I was also, I wanted to watch that, uh, Pinocchio movie. Oh, Rate it out of ten for me real Nine. Quick.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'd give it like okay. an eight point five.
1: It is. Okay. Go it watch it and great. we can review
3: it. Adam, you go watch it too, and we can review that. Awesome.
1: I loved that movie. It was very good. But yeah, no, we'll do some more movie stuff in the off season. We're running out of football stuff, so I don't know. We're thinking maybe we're gonna make a definitive decision on when we go down to one a week and then like a spare one if we can. So we're a pretty busy, busy uh, clan of people. Like if we were uh Whatever, what's the, what's the, what are they called? We'd Tolkien. be the busy
3: avatar tribe. We're the busy,
1: we're the working <laughs> token. So, um, yeah, we'll get to it when we can, but we will be going down at least in output a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. I give today a 10 though.
3: 10?
4: Yeah. 10? AM. 10?
1: 100%. Yeah. Another option for us is we just do one a week and it's like two hours and it's just doubled. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. So maybe we'll, I mean, do we're,
2: that. we're close to that anyways.
1: Yeah. Right now we're at, an hour forty. So, yeah, but I am excited about this new board. When everybody gets in the studio, it's going to be a big upgrade. I think. I, I, I here's one I didn't play you that I saved up in the board. I'll just play it now. Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool hmm. and Cole Komet and Armstrong. Let's go see what he is with Cole Komet Armstrong, Herbert, Mooney's a young guy, Claypool's a young guy, Komet's a young guy, Armstrong's a young guy. <laughs> Yeah I tried to get the Dabo Sweeney Frode but it's just not as funny If we aren't saying it Like he doesn't say it like we do So I just couldn't put it in But Frode would have been a hot drop So yeah We'll get some audio drops in Who
4: do you think he was talking about Alex (laughs) Who
2: Who's Armstrong Who is he Uh, David Montgomery (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Thank you
3: Yeah, no worry. I'll decode anything for
1: you. Oh, well. Well, we'll be back Monday. We'll talk about the games. We'll be down at them. Um, We got to pick who we want to sub in. But yeah, we'll be back. All right. Enjoy the championship games, people.